Well, hey there, Grace Group leaders. Uh, we are back again with the Grace Group Leaders podcast, the unnamed podcast. Um, and we're here with Aiden. Hello. And, and no Jonathan. No Jonathan. <laughs> just Joe and Aiden. <laughs> yes, just us. So Jonathan is sort of busy with his own stuff in a meeting, and that's okay. And we we... We're not going to wait for him. No. We wait for nobody. He did say he might hop in, but... Not with that door locked. He's not. That's that's fair. (laughs) If you're late to this podcast (laughs) on my phone, you're dead to us. Yes. No. Um, So, yeah. So, we just want to, again, kind of talk through both the previous series and... This, I would say, upcoming series, but we're already one weekend. <laughs> Listen, guys, it started after the new year, okay? Yes. It's got to be a minute late. Yes, we appreciate Grace. <laughs> um, it's Grace Church. Yeah, but kind of looking back at the previous series, uh, Aiden, I'd be interested in hearing, like, both personally and for, like, your group a little bit. Like, how yeah. have you seen this previous series be challenging? I'll be honest, if anybody else's group was like our group, we didn't really meet during December. <laughs> Between Evening of Hope, uh, Christmas, all that kind of stuff. But So I'll go personal on that one. Yeah. I'd be curious in your circles. Yeah, I think the more and more personally, and then I maybe did, not in our group, but I had this conversation with a lot of people, was we drew that arrow, kind of like the greater then, and there was the, you know, the more and more, am I loving mm-hmm. Jesus more and more? Am I loving who Jesus loved? What Living for what Jesus lived for? But the other side, the like down arrow, the less and less, I think is challenging. I was talking to Pastor Ethan about it. Um, just that idea, like, what am I getting rid of? What am I eliminating? What am I saying no to? What am I surrendering so that Christ might increase? You know, like, the pie is only so big. And so mm-hmm. I think going over, like, that leading up to the new year was personally challenging. What about you in, like, young adult circles and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, first off, I would say John 3.30 is one of my favorite verses. Yeah. Like discipleship in one verse. Um, yes. Uh, it actually was, like, one of the first ones that I, like, memorized was John 3.30. Yeah. So, like, he must become greater, I must become less. It's just kind of, like, something deeply ingrained somewhere in a weird wrinkle in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, kind of just talking with a lot of young adults and even personally, like, kind of how you were talking about that, like, becoming less and like what are we surrendering giving up especially around christmas time and the Mm. new year because that those times feel so much like you're getting a bunch of crap from christmas that's like all this new stuff and new years you're making all these new resolutions doing these new things yeah exactly so it almost like clutters your heart more yeah in a way and that like kind of reducing and simplifying, becoming less so that Christ can become more in our life yeah, yeah. is just so challenging. Even though, like, I feel like it's very common to think through, like, oh, I'm an image bearer in mm. Christ. Like, I'm becoming more like Christ. Yeah. But also in the same way, you're not becoming more. Like, what are you surrendering? Yeah. What are you becoming less of? Things that need deformed in us. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a, it's sometimes those simple conversations that are most profound. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now it's the new year. Now. New year's new series. New year, new <laughs> series. Uh, <laughs> but same Christ. Ooh. Ooh. New Year, same Christ. <laughs> there it is. That's the t-shirt you wear all the time. New <laughs> all Year, the same time. Christ. <laughs> so it's just... But uh, 
we're walking into a series on prayer. Yeah, which I think kind of Dan and a few of us are flushing out. Just like maybe maybe a different way. Prayer can be, I think for some of us, we have like defaults on how we come at it. And so the hope is that through dangerous prayer, it's just a different door into the same conversation. You know what I mean? It's almost like an invitation to depth. And so... Uh, we're recording this. We just did week one, so search me. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like that, verse 23 and 24 of Psalm 139, the, the search me, know my anxious thoughts, see if there's anything offensive in me. Lead. Like you're like that, let's just pray that all day. You know, yeah. like that's just a good, and so the hope with this, you know, as we walk through, uh, search me, bless me, that will be done, send me, uh, forgive us as we forget. Like that would just help us to, pray different and those aren't prayers that you can casually say like well search me lord you know yeah that's something you got to engage in jump in get in the canoe into and so the hope is that it gives us a new paradigm maybe to look at certain aspects of our prayer life different mm-hmm. but then also they all call us to deeper faith you know yeah so, yeah and ultimately like prayer is rooted in faith like yeah yeah <laughs> you wouldn't pray to something you don't yeah. have faith in. Yeah. And at the same time, like, I love how this previous conversation was discipleship and this conversation is focusing on yeah. prayer. Yeah. But in the midst of that, um, really just how you said, like, evaluating our prayer lives. Yeah. One of the questions that we had asked before, and I think it's asked in the bumper video, is like, if God answered all of your prayers, Mm. like, what would actually change? Yeah. Like, is it something that would change the whole world? Or is it Mm -hmm. like, oh, I had an ice cream sundae every Friday night. Thanks, God. Like... I'm very thankful for Sundays, though. Absolutely. A little too thankful (laughs) But... Like, I love that. One of the questions I've asked our prayer team as well is, mm-hmm. like, what do you want people to be praying for you two years from now? I had to think about it for one second. That's a really good question. Yeah. 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 And it's, like, in what ways, like, do our prayers actually have power? Mm-hmm. And do we believe that? Or is it just, are we praying those simple, easy, like, if God doesn't answer it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Prayers. Yeah. Because like I said, it's all, prayer is ultimately a, I think that's sometimes we have a hard, to, prayer can be hard. You know, yeah. like what difference does prayer make? Does God hear me? Do my prayers make a difference? God can do what he's going to do anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. all those classic questions. It, it all comes down to, to faith. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's easy to pray the simple things because we're going to manage things ourselves. But Lord, search me. It, almost their prayers of of um, engagement in some way. Like you can't yeah. passively, you know, maybe we should have called it active prayers. That didn't, I don't like that. No. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Could still use the guy in the That's canoe okay. on the picture. <laughs> yeah, so as we as we talk about the movement of prayer, culture, discipleship, mindset, investment, this one, you know, this probably most overlaps into, into movement of prayer because we want to keep, you know, we started talking about that through all four all a year ago. Yeah just this movement of prayer that we want to continue to grow. And so it's a different door into the same room of prayer. But I think that and discipleship go hand in hand. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. we're, we're growing to love Jesus more and more, what he loved, live what he lived for, as our reliance and faith through prayer continually grows. So I think this this conversation is hopefully a, hopefully sparks something in us in our prayer life to look at it different and that it would continue that movement of prayer. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I would... 
if I could speak into that a little bit, I would also say culture of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Because I would say prayer is a door in that. Yeah. It's yeah. a room. And I love that we're sort of opening the doors to this conversation on, like, how do we also, like, how are we praying? Yes, but how are we discipling others who are praying as yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and part of, as we go through the end of this and kind of transition into the spring, there'll be some pretty big prayer initiatives coming out of this with us, like, just different things that we're kind of praying and seeking the Lord to lead us through of just us uh, corporately as a whole church stepping out in prayer uh, together in some different ways. So yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Joe, I think this is, I think this is, it's like when you're watching a TV show and your favorite character isn't on it. You know what I mean? Like after Michael (laughs) left the office, like it's the best episode you could have had without Michael on the office. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be back next week. Cool. Will you pray for us as we close, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dear Lord, we just thank you so much just for this opportunity to be a part of your family, that we have different brothers and sisters from all walks of life that we get to link arms with, that we get to shoulder one another's burdens, that we get to bring it to you. Lord, and as we just go into this new series, uh, the same series that we had last week, but still new, God, that we would dare to ask you, that we would dare to seek for you, that we would dare knock and just come to you in prayer, trust you deeper and build a bigger faith, that it would be a shining example to others that they would believe for your glory, Lord. We thank you and we love you too. It's in your name we pray. Amen.